0: With Stuart Pink and Mark Searby.
1: Film Reviews and Movie News. Yes, it is. It's Film Reviews and Movie News with me, Stuart Pink. And Santa's let him have a short break from the workshop just to be with us today. It's Mark (laughs) Searby. I know you're very busy uh, this time of year.
0: Those toys are not going to make themselves. Those toys are not (laughs) going to be tested themselves has you know, he
1: got you so on dvds well. this year i can imagine
0: oh no 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 4k blu-rays that would oh, be the dream yeah. that would be the dream 4k blu-rays yes oh, thank you very much nice yeah they're yeah. smaller
1: boxes easier on your hands
0: that, exactly exactly <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely oh that would be the dream yeah absolutely but um yeah unfortunately not but yes um yeah, well, I, I have been let out, just for a little bit. Just, just for
1: much. a bit, just to warm up. Just for a little bit, yeah. Give yeah, you a cup of yeah. hot cocoa, and he said, go on, do the reviews. Yeah,
0: back, yeah do the reviews, and then back in the back in the workshop. Don't dilly-dally, do when
1: you're back here in half an hour, he said, yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a question for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, obviously, last week when we did the film reviews, we reviewed Avatar The Way of Water, and you said, I'm going to see this at the weekend. Yes. And I said to you, uh, you're going to have to tell us what you thought to it next week. Well, n- now and next week. So, A, did you see it?
1: B, what did you think? Oh, I saw it. I went. I utterly enjoyed myself. It was mm. just amazing. The 3D glasses, um, I've not worn them since last time I went to see <laughs> Avatar 13 years ago. Um, yes. I must admit I got the new ones because like, I took your advice and they, they did yeah. very well over the head. Uh, but it yes. amazing. I mean, the yeah. underwater scenes where you've got these little tiny fish floating around and you forget you're in the cinema by the end. You're like, I'm I'm in the water. I better hold my breath because here we are. We're, we're there. It was like a whole different experience. The only thing I felt it needed was headphones so you could really feel you were actually there. So you had a
0: fully immersive experience with the headphones on, basically. I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And this is what I said to you last week in the review is that I know it sounds weird when you say, um, you know, that that there's real people there and it's because you don't think that there is a screen like it's not being projected onto a screen you yeah. forget all of that that's what you're saying and that's what i said last week as well is that you forget all of that and you go wow this feels like it's real like at any moment that water could just come yeah. forward at me I feel
1: like, is it rip, dripping with water in it no it's not at one moment there's there's with no spoilers there's a bit where there's a bit of a battle in the dark and mm-hmm. you get like the shadows in front of the sort of front edge of the screen uh, and the main characters kind of like seem like they're at the back at that moment someone got up to go to the loo so there was like a person suddenly appeared in front of me i was (laughs) like oh my god he's actually gonna hit me oh no
0: (laughs) (laughs) so look so obviously you enjoyed it you really liked it how did you think it compared to the first one
1: um i thought they did a good job it was difficult i think to kind of follow the story of the first one because it was like the first one was such a standalone piece. And then yeah. to bring it all back to life without just doing mm. the same thing is uh, tricky. Um, I think they kind of set the ground. I know you mentioned there'll be some more um, in the yes. pipeline. I think they to rejuvenate the 13-year wait, it uh, seemed like that was the main goal. Um, so possibly not the best storyline, but there were a few little twists in terms of, oh, okay, that's clever. Um, world building is what I would put it down as.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So based on that, let's say three years time, they turn around. James Cameron goes, I've done Avatar 3. Are you excited
1: for that? Oh, already. I'll get my ticket now. Yeah. 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 There was a guy leaving the cinema at the end who shouted to everyone, well, I'll see you all in 13 years then. (laughs) We were like, we would have missed three, four and five then. Wow. I I admired his... uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: excellent well Uh, on that note there we there we go i did say yes i'm hoping he's
1: going to be there exactly 13 years to the date
0: that would be Uh, perfect wouldn't (laughs) it that would be perfect yeah well i'm pleased you enjoyed it um it does seem to be getting a lot of love across the board which is great and and deservedly so yeah um yeah, that's that's pleasing. So, yes. I feel like I want to go excellent. swimming afterwards, just to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing was, the the water looked so inviting, and it looked nice and warm as well. And I was like, oh.
1: Oh yeah, could just get in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm pleased you enjoyed it. Excellent, excellent, good. Um, excellent recommendation. I mean, the question, obviously, the question, obviously, uh, which we will answer next week is. Is it in your favourite movies of the year? Because we will be doing a special show about favourite movies of 2022,
1: won't we? We will. And there's some stiff competition there. So will it be in either of our top films? Dun, dun, dun. After 13 years in the making, has he earned it? There was a film we did the other day, 32 years to make, you know. know.
0: Yes, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Phil Tippett's Mad God, 32 years to make. So, you know, it's been a year for movies that have been years in the making. They finally Um, got them out there. Yeah, They finally got them out there. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, we will be doing a a, uh, best of the year, certainly, next week. And obviously, me and you are busy scribbling our long list and then we're going to have to narrow it down to our short list to an even shorter list as well. Yeah, I
1: know. The, the C list, mm. the B list, and now, now we're on the A list. <laughs> so oh, it's getting brutal at this stage. It but. is.
0: <laughs> but listen, we, we've got films to review this week. That's the thing. There's still new films out this week that could make the best of list. Yeah, they're coming out thick and fast. They are. They are. And let's start with something that I think, much like a lot of people, with avatar who had been eagerly awaiting that i think a lot of people are eagerly awaiting this movie um based on the the, the worldwide love for the first knives out movie oh, we now have yes. glass onion a knives out mystery
1: fantastic so it's not
0: it's not called knives out too oh okay, okay? it's yeah. not called that it's called glass onion a knives out mystery this time Famed detective Benoit Blanc travels to Greece to solve a murder amongst friends on a remote island.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. It goes on like yes. a, a way day.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, kind of, yes. Yeah, well, Well, he's on his Holly Pops, isn't he? Ah.
1: <laughs> uh, right, well, okay. He does his holly go on po- the
0: yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, it's sort of not. He's in Greece trying to solve the riddle of a billionaire's murder that the billionaire predicted in a letter to his
1: friends. Oh, don't you just hate when that happens and you I write mean, about something like that?
0: You write it and then it happens. <laughs> I mean, there is. look, let me be honest. There is more to this film than just that bit. Um, the thing is, much like the first movie, you really need to pay attention because some of the clues are in plain sight and some are not yeah the murder riddle is is bigger than previous you you know like the title that's the point of the title you have to peel back the layers of each suspect
1: okay the, Actually, see, like an onion i see what they like did like an onion there.
0: but but the glass onion does exist it's in the movie now oh. It, th- this is such a brilliant piece of work. I love trying to solve the bits as it was going along then realizing I was completely wrong. <laughs> you know, that's the beauty of this film. It puts you sort of in Benoit Blanc's shoes. You kind of get to play along at home. I mean, I'm not going to spoil any of the murders or any of the clues. I mean, they're all great. I'll say this about the first murder. I absolutely howled with laughter when Benoit Blanc solved it. Oh, and okay. then. And then immediately after, he was given something. And I, I, I was in fits of hysterics, absolutely fits of hysterics. Okay. Um, that's the first one. Yeah. I'm not going to say any more about that. However, interestingly, I think this film is less funny than Knives Out. Oh, okay. Wow. But, and pardon the pun, Stuart, it is sharper. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know. We're good. We're it's good. it's smarter. It's a much cleverer movie than the first film. I put that down to not just the writing and directing by Rian Johnson, but also the eclectic cast that's assembled here. So we've got Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, Dave Batista, Janelle Monae, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr. and more. All of them work brilliantly together And on their own. I mean, I could have watched entire movies about each character on their own. They're so interesting. I do have to give special mention to Janelle Monáe playing Miss Brand as well. I thought she was amazing in this. It's a very clever and witty performance. And then, obviously, there's there's Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. I mean, I don't know what else can be said that hasn't already been said anyway from the first movie. You know, it's, it's, it's more of the same. It's just as good as before. There's deadpan humour. Um, this time we find out more about Benoit Blanc, as in the man, who he is. Oh, okay. We get to know him a bit more. And I like That's that about good. it. Yeah, he was a bit of an yeah. enigma in the first
1: film. So it was great. Exactly. This really one we get a
0: bit him. more. Um, Daniel Craig is, is so good in this role. Yeah. The, you know, the great thing is... This isn't a send up of classic film detectives, it's more like a loving homage to, to loads of them. It's just it's brilliant to see this guy back. Um, more Benoit Blanc movies, please. Yeah, uh, you know, that, that have him. In. I mean, do you think fair, we will have
1: more if they tease? I Daniel really
0: or... hope so. Yeah, I really hope so. You know, Ryan Johnson has not said anything, but the thing was. After the first movie, I saw an interview with him, and he said, After the first one, I just sat down and wrote this one, <laughs> not knowing whether they'd pick it up or not. Um, so I'm hoping he's writing another one now because this is, it's bigger, it's better, it's more entertaining than the first movie. And so I think put this in the small club of movies where the sequel is actually better than the original. Oh,
1: no, well, that's a tough
0: one. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, often. that does not happen.
1: It often. doesn't.
0: It really doesn't. But I, I really like this movie. As I said, it's just so good to have Benoit Blanc back.
1: Fantastic. Oh, nice. I'm glad it's good because I worried slightly when I heard that it was going to be dropped on Netflix pretty soon. Um, yeah, that's well. It's a good sign. But...
0: Well, what happened was the first movie was done by Lionsgate Film Studios. Okay. The second movie they didn't want to do. So Netflix financed it. So that's why it's on Netflix so quickly. It had a little run in the cinemas. Um, ah. end of November and then obviously now it's on Netflix so that's why so basically it's a whole new studio will finance this wow oh that's awesome
1: excellent so do you think the mystery and the storyline was as good or better than the first film better better than the first Better. Excellent. I really do
0: yeah I really do just just the whole set of characters I just thought was so much better I mean I like the, nice. as I said the first one's really good the first movie is really good I think we can all agree on that one but the, I think this is better fantastic so it's out on netflix now it's out on netflix yeah it's on netflix it's still showing in cinemas as well i believe in select cinemas shall we say but um yeah it's on netflix now
1: awesome oh i wish you got a first book uh
0: so on digital download now we've got lyle lyle crocodile <laughs> as as you do
1: yeah as I you love do that yeah title.
0: i really do it's such hmm. a good title yeah we should say it's not liar it's lyle l-y-l-e yeah. lyle, lyle lyle crocodile um so this is, uh, so it's a story about an entertainer called Hector P. Valentini, who discovers a singing crocodile called Lyle. But when Hector leaves Lyle, the crocodile has to find a new home in New York. It just so happens the house he's picked is already lived in by the Prim family.
1: Oh, that's a shame.
0: That's a shame, we isn't it? could have it? had a lovely little house there. <laughs> Humans and crocodiles living together. I mean, that's kind of, to be fair, that's kind of what happens in this movie, actually. Oh, um, nice. I don't know if you know this, but it's based on a, a series of books by Bernard Waber. Oh, I okay, I can pronounce it. Which I've got, I've got to be honest, I didn't know, I've never read. Um, is there, it no, is, I didn't. It, yeah, me neither. I, who knew who knew? Um, Bernard, he it probably is, knew. Well, he knew, yeah, obviously, and a lot of people who obviously have read the books, but um, not me. It's a Gleeful musical about a singing crocodile. Now, I say gleeful because when the singing and dancing is happening, it's actually a rather enjoyable film. The opening number sees a CGI crocodile sing opposite Javier Bardem. It's both strange and yet rather entertaining because there's something odd, yet entertaining, I guess, about seeing a regular tough actor like Javier Bardem play a role like this he, he kind of, kind of yeah. comes across as like a mix between Willy wonka and the magician david copperfield
1: <laughs> i've like, seen it's, him in any kind of role like that before
0: no exactly that's yeah. the thing and i think that's why i mean he's clearly having a blast in the role he comes across very very well in this like he's just gone i'm just gonna have fun here i'm just getting paid to talk <laughs> sing and dance and talk to an imaginary crocodile so i think those scenes in the film are probably when It is when the film's at its best, to be honest with you. The problem with the film is that it's trying to push a narrative about the Prim family that I don't think fully works. You know, we have this new family in New York. They've just moved to New York. Uh, The wife isn't actually the son's mother. She she died when she was very young, when he was very young. So you have this storyline about them not really getting on and how they actually come together over their shared secret of discovering the crocodile in the house. It's a very clunky storyline and one that we've seen done millions of times before and, and so much better because ultimately in this movie, they hate each other and then suddenly within 20 minutes, they're best of friends. Yeah. You know, it's over far too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, the father storyline about keeping him in the dark about Lyle is dragged out to the ninth degree. But that's the film's problem. You know, when it's trying to deal with the heartfelt, emotional family stuff, it doesn't work. I, I found it cliched and, and horribly stilted as well. However, when the film is going all singing, all dancing with the family and Lyle and Hector, it's entertaining, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what you want. Um, you want to sing and dance yeah. and crocodile? Let's singing, dancing well, crocodile.
0: <laughs> sold. Exactly. Does what it says on the tin just about, you know, I, I mean, look, let me be honest here. I won't pretend that I knew a lot of the references in the film because I haven't read the books and also quite a few of the bits are very America centric.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And the big, the big finale is very tired. You know, it's the sort of finale you would expect it to have seen in a movie maybe 10 or 15 years ago. It's, yeah, It feels very dated Little predictable. Well, not predictable, but it just feels dated. You know, that thing that I'm not going to spoil that thing is, is outdated now. Yeah. So that's it. So, you know, this film has good and bad points. I think overall, um, it's an average watch. Obviously, if you love seeing tough guys like Javier Bardem, um, just having an absolute blast singing with crocodiles. Then singing with crocodiles. Then sure, sure. Watch this movie. You know, as an animated, well, semi animated family movie. Yeah, it's it's not really that entertaining. I don't think.
1: Yeah. Okay. But I mean, we've had Idris Elba wrestling a lion the other day. Now we've got Javier <laughs> singing with a crocodile. 2022,
0: man, it's throwing up some weird stuff. It really is. It's um, a funny old yeah. game, isn't it? It really is. It really is. But hey, you know, there we go. Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. It's on digital download now, and it's on DVD and Blu-ray in the new year.
1: Nice. And it stars Shawn Mendes doing the voice of Lyle. Um, yes. Is it? I think it's this, is this his first film, Shawn Mendes. I don't know. Of, 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 I don't. know of course.
0: Yeah, but you know, he's not. In the film, he's just doing the voice. Well, he's doing the singing voice of Lyle Lyle Crocodile because Lyle doesn't actually talk. He only sings. Oh, okay.
1: Right. So, yeah. Sort of tune then, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of. I was going to say
1: see the next Harry Styles, but it's not quite the same. Um,
0: It's not quite the same. No, absolutely not. No. Um, (laughs) Harry Styles is a
1: crocodile. I'm sure people would go see it. Uh, think. Uh, listen Let's have it. as
0: i said to you a few weeks ago when we we're reviewing don't worry darling he signed like this six movie deal so who knows
1: might film well have ideas five or film six,
0: six <laughs> could be lyle lyle crocodile two you know um <laughs> I, I, I don't know i don't uh, know but yeah there be. we go
1: what you got for us at the podcast but uh
0: so <sighs> strange world
1: it is, as we've just proved. It is.
0: It is a Strange World, yes. Yeah. So um, just dropped on Disney Plus after it being in cinemas back in, I think it was October. You know, So a, a quick turnaround for Strange World. Uh, it's the story of the legendary Clady's uh, family. They are a bunch of explorers whose differences threaten to topple their latest and most crucial mission. Now, I think this is... Disney Animation's modern day attempt at trying to retell those 1950s sci-fi flicks like, you know, Journey to the Centre of the Earth, something like that, in a way that it will appeal to kids who love animation. The thing is that this film seems so disjointed as to what it's trying to do and say that I think most, much like myself, we'll find this quite boring, a bit of a slog to get through. I think it lacks charm and, and, and human and possibly the biggest problem of all actually is likable characters. Mm. You know, I'm mm. not, I'm not saying that they're all horrible, but there isn't any one of the family that I put, was particularly rooting for, or even sort of vaguely liked, you know, they all just sort of existed and they're, they're trying to go about their exploring lives with the theme of like father, like son. But then what happens is that the writer's pulled the rug away and basically says that actually you don't have to be like your father. You can be your own person. So as I said, it's a bit of a disjointed mess with its storytelling. Mm. It doesn't uh, yeah, it doesn't really know what it wants to say, I don't think. Visually, I wasn't that impressed either. It's very colourful and there are some scenes that did remind me of the the other world from Pixar's Soul. You remember we reviewed oh, that a few yeah, years yeah. ago, and I said to you, "I'm not a huge fan of the film, but the the bits in the other world they I did really some liked.
1: Pretty breakthrough stuff, didn't they? With the, it did, they did, yeah. Animation. Um,
0: but other than that, this film has nothing striking about I thought it. It looked you know,
1: the, like they said it was um, the same people that brought us in Kanto, but the okay um, in the trailer, the animation definitely looks that kind of style
0: yeah yeah and the thing is that's that type of style is is that traditional bloated human type style which i am starting to feel is a bit old right don't you think it's feeling old now yeah i guess times have moved on and we've seen a lot of animated movies who are who are absolutely nailing real life human you know body types instead we're still getting these bloated things i'm not, not a huge fan of it i feel like it's getting old very quickly um uh, there's, there's one thing i want to bring up about this film and it's a bit delicate so i'm gonna try to not be overly critical here however now obviously we, we've we talked about in in the past couple of years the the need for big studios to have diversity and show representation on screen yeah. and we've been seeing that we've been seeing all, that yeah you they're know, all we're...
1: doing a bit to try and to Yeah and they are um,
0: strange world does that there is a lot of representation on screen here the problem is that it all feels a bit forced it it sort of comes across as a bit of being right Tick that person off the list. Tick those people off the list. Tick them off the list. Did it all in you know, one d-
1: movie? Rather
0: than- yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, you know, it's it's a delicate thing to talk about, but I, I think I have to talk about it. And you know, sorry to be down about this, because yes, it's showing representation, which is great, but on the other hand, it's done very heavy-handedly, almost like it's forcing.
1: Yeah, it's a different thing every- to, to do it, it well. It, it, it is.
0: Yes, exactly. It's a difficult thing to do it well and do it organically this one feels very forced almost as if it's going right show this and show that and then this and then that and you go you you don't need all of this i get what you're trying to do but it's i don't want to say it's too much because that's wrong because obviously we do need representation but the way that it goes about it it does feel very heavy-handed does feel yeah i almost want to say like shoehorning in mm. when it's not necessary like you say when it organic
1: um, as part of the story and it makes sense exactly
0: exactly than. yeah but then you know it's a clunky movie overall it's a really clunky movie It lurches from one plot point to another without any real smoothness and just sort of struggles to engage
1: people watching it really to be honest with you it's quite a poor film well that's a shame i thought we'd seen the trailer it might be good fun but um There's a lot of reviews saying the same thing on IMDb to see so far. Lots of people saying it's pretty unmemorable. Um, It
0: it is. It really is. Yeah. Um,
1: So I've got one question here, which I'm sure is going to have an answer. Um, Go on. The poster. Okay, Looking at the font of Strange World on the poster. At any point in this father-son and whole family explorer movie, does anybody run away with a stone rolling towards them? about to squash <laughs> <laughs> in a cowboy yeah i think
0: anybody who hasn't uh who hasn't seen the movie hasn't seen the trailer hasn't seen the poster will instantly get what you're talking about there um well
1: you can guess can't
0: you that that's the thing but this is what i'm saying
1: the- <laughs>
0: well it's it's trying to be a bit of that it's very much trying to be 1950s sci-fi flicks as well you know um but it's, it it just doesn't do it it just doesn't work oh. that's the issue shame so where is this this is on disney so this is now on disney plus you know a quick turnaround in cinemas in october i mean i think it was i think it's four weeks Wow. something like oh, that okay. i say october that that would be sure. yeah i got i think it's four or five weeks so maybe it wasn't october maybe it was november i can't remember you know but yeah very quick turnaround i think purely based on the fact that it did not do well in cinemas
1: Strange World, a bit too strange for you. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> maybe not, not strange yeah. enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not strange enough. I think that's All the best way school. of saying it. Yeah, yeah not, <laughs> yeah, not
1: strange enough. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Right, well, excellent. That's, that's almost up to Christmas. What have you got for us next week, Mark? So next week, obviously there
0: are still movies out next week. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, You know, movies still get released next week. So we will still do a new movies out this week. um, And we will be talking about Corsage, which is um, a foreign language movie starring Vicky Creeps, who I'm a big fan of. Now, this movie won Best Film at this year's London Film Festival.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. So this is going to be in cinemas called Corsage. Uh, We're also going to be talking about one of the highest grossing horror movies of the year. Isn't is going to be on DVD and Blu ray next week? So, we're going to be talking about Smile. Oh, um,
1: except yes, I'll bring a smile yes. to your face, I think.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, for a podcast extra, we're going to be talking about the new Noah Baumbach movie, uh, called White Noise, it stars Adam Driver. Um, and the last time Adam Driver worked with Noah Baumbach, they they re- uh, made Marriage Story, which I was a huge fan of, oh, one of my yeah. favorite movies of that year. So, um, it's yes, it's them really two handsome. getting back together. So, that is yeah. going to be on Netflix. Um, From the 30th of December. So um, we've got Uh cinema, we've got DVD, and we've got a streaming movie as well.
1: Something for everyone to watch over the little festive period.
0: Exactly. And new
1: as well, new movies. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, have a lovely Christmas, Mark. Um, you better get back in that workshop and get busy. I don't know.
0: Listen, we're talking about it, and I can see Santa's looking over, and he's doing that symbol with the looking you know, at the, the, watch. Hand, the finger around the watch. I'm I'm coming. He's got I'm full, I'm, Alex
1: Ferguson on you.
0: I, I'm I'm on my way, Mister Claus. I'm on my way.
1: Just just tell him I've been a good boy, won't you?
0: No, you are. I've seen the list. You're not on that list. Did you check it twice? I've checked it three times.
1: Oh, <laughs> film reviews and movie news. With Stuart Pink and Mark Seabee. Thanks for listening to Film Reviews and Movie News. We've been doing this little podcast for years now. Mark has watched and expertly reviewed hundreds of films, and I've made hundreds of terrible jokes. They're all available to listen to. Again, if you subscribe to the Film Reviews and Movie News podcast, it's freely available wherever you get your podcasts from, or you can find all the latest episodes and everything else I do online at stuartpink.com.